the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is brought to you by EDI Travel. News about Christian faith or values. They won't carry it. We will. You can hear it on the Don Crow Show. Live from the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios. It's the Don Crow Show on 105.1 FM. WAVA. The Don Crow Show is brought to you in part by Passport Auto Group Stores. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, I highly recommend that you go to PassportAuto.com and find Passport's nearest dealership to where you live. And what a great selection to choose from. BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, Mini. And right now, Passport also has over a 1,000 certified pre-owned vehicles you may want to consider as well. Again, find your nearest dealership at the website PassportAuto.com. Hey, how you doing, folks? Hello there, and welcome to this edition of the Don Crow Show. You got it. Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 each afternoon, we get this chance to get together and talk about stuff going on in the world. Often I call the matters that really matter, issues of significance that you and I want to get informed about. But then the whole point is let's get informed and then find ways to get involved and, you know, try to make positive, life-affirming differences in the world. You can do that. The movie is called God Bless the Broken Road. It's coming to theaters across the nation next Friday, September 7th. And joining us right now to tell us a bit more about the film, what it's all about, and more importantly, why it would be worth your making a point to see it when it uh, releases next week, Harold Kronk. Harold is an award-winning director, screenwriter, film producer. Big break coming back in 06 uh, when his short film War Prayer earned him the Best Director Award at the Beverly Hills International Film Festival. Uh, He then founded 10 West uh, Studios in Michigan, and uh, there he and his business partners have produced nearly a dozen feature films. His first box office hit, You Know It Well, God's Not Dead, and uh, God's Not Dead 2 have both impacted millions of lives around the world and done more than a little okay at the box office. So, Harold, it's an honor to welcome you to the show. Thanks for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me today. God bless the broken road. What is the theme of the story? And I, from what I've seen of it, the trailer and so forth, it's most appropriate for where we are as a nation. But take us to the film itself. Well, after the success of God's Not Dead, my partners and I, decided that if we were going to do another faith-based film, we wanted to do something that was really going to make a difference in the lives of those who have done so much for our country, our military, and their families. Um, so we, we kind of pulled some stories uh, from, from the headlines and everything that, that we've been going through with our conflicts around the world, and we decided to show a, a real Christian character in, in a crisis of faith after she's lost her, her husband uh, the war in Afghanistan, 
and she's trying to raise her her young daughter in the wake of that loss, and and uh, and really trying to find her way um, through that pain. And uh, I'm sure, as sadly, there's more than enough material for you to resource with all we've been through and even are now going through in the world. Uh, but the whole point is, uh, all of us can relate. Whether you have someone in the military, either serving or those who've lost their lives, uh, we all travel, as you say, broken roads, don't we? Absolutely. And what we wanted to do with this film is, is show people that, that there's hope in that brokenness. At some point, we're all broken, and we just need to find that little mustard seed of faith that we still have. And uh, if we can put our faith in God, he's going to show us the way. What kind of reaction have you been getting uh, putting the film together and maybe some of the players, some of the uh, people who helped you, uh, the actors and others helped you bring this thing all together? Well, the response has been overwhelmingly positive. Um, It it seems like the film, the storylines are really connecting. And, uh, And we're very happy about that. And, you know, this film was one of the major themes is, is putting our love into action for others. And we tried to do that, not just with the messaging in the film, but in the real world as well, by donating 5% of the profits of this film to DAV disabled American veterans. It's the oldest military charity in our country. And these folks are doing incredible things for our vets every day. They're in the trenches. They're making sure these these folks have rides to doctor's appointments. They're making sure that they're getting meals. They are doing the tough work to take care of of those who have sacrificed so much for our freedoms. Now, correct me, Harold, if I'm wrong. I believe there's a website, folks, you can go to to see a bit more about the film GodBlessTheBrokenRoad.com. Am I right? That's correct. What are some of the challenges? You know, we go to a theater, we see a movie, and we see the finished product. And uh, if it is done the way you folks do it, it really is a masterpiece of technology and uh, all the rest that goes into it. But I've got to believe you folks have had more than a few prayerful moments when you've had some challenges to make a film such as this and some of the others. What are some of those that have been your own challenges of faith? Oh, boy. You know, this... uh... This has been, in a lot of ways, a broken road for us bringing this film to the big screen. Mm. Um, we, we, it was such a challenge to, to raise the financing to get the film out with all the marketing. And, and uh, you know, for us, it was all about, okay, God's timing is, is what's going to determine when this film comes out. And it just feels like it's, it's finally coming together and everything's falling into place. But we wanted to make sure that we, we built a film that was going to connect with a major portion of the faith audience. And so by combining, uh, you know, military themes and support for our military country and faith-based music, uh, some stock car racing, and of course our faith in Jesus, we thought that this would be a film that was really going to resonate with the audience. And, um, and we're so excited for what this could do for DAV and our veterans. And on that note, I noticed somewhere that you wrote that, uh, uh, we've created a way for people to put their love into action by just going to see a movie. And obviously you've alluded to that in terms of our uh, our military support. How else can folks take what they see on that screen and carry it out into their daily lives and the lives of their families and friends? Well, I'm hoping that people will see this film and they'll be inspired to get involved with their local charities that support our military. But not just our military veterans, people that are suffering with loss in our church. You know, we're called as the body of Christ to show love 
toward our fellow worshipers. And, you know, getting back to church, we wanted this film to be uh, something, a tool that the churches could use to help fill the pews on Sunday, you know, and uh, we, we've, we have a mission, you know, we, we've got to get people back to the church and back to the faith. And hopefully this, uh, this film can be used as a tool to do that. Amen to that. Thank you, Harold, for you and your colleagues, your staff, and everybody else that's uh, worked so hard on this. I look forward to seeing it myself, and I know our listeners do as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. Again, Harold Kronk uh, and uh, the topic, uh, his latest film, God Bless the Broken Road. Theaters next Friday, September the 7th. And you can uh, take a look at some of the information, background, and uh, the theme and synopsis and all of that, and the actors on the website, GodBlessTheBrokenRoad.com. GodBlessTheBrokenRoad.com. Take our first break. And, uh, by the way, delighted to be able to share the uh, day-to-day, not only with all of you here at WAVA 105.1 FM and uh, streaming live at WAVA.com, but also our good friends listening to The Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM. 9, 10 a.m. and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Stay with us. Coming up, we're going to talk with Johnny Erickson Tata about a scourge that is growing across the nation and the world, physician-assisted suicide. Stay with us. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. The things that I hoped for, the things that I dreamed, the plans that my husband and I had, pretty much in every way they fell apart. Sometimes life doesn't turn out the way you planned. Sarah Hagerty on Focus on the Family Minute recalling a time when she really struggled and how she grew closer to God through that. And multiple times when we thought this could not get any worse, the next day something terrible happened. Everything I want for my life feels like it's sand in my hands. I have it for a second and then it's gone. It was in that time that I really started to feel the invitation of God to find out who he really was to the brokenhearted. And, And that finding him as near to the broken, first seeing myself as broken, going, my life is not working like I thought. I'm not producing like I thought. I'm not feeling the success of being a Christian in this world. So who are you to me? God is close to the brokenhearted. More at familyminute.org. If you're paying too much for your health insurance, listen carefully. Due to recent changes in the law, you could be overpaying $500 or more per month on your health care. There are new, more affordable health care options with better coverage. These plans are exempt from the Affordable Care Act and now open to everyone. Health care options with better benefits, costing 30 to 60% less than Obamacare plans and giving you the freedom to see almost any doctor or hospital in the country. Forbes calls this the health care plan that is saving families $20,000 a year. And over 1 million Americans have already taken 
taken advantage of this game-changing health care program. Call 800-239-7174 now to find out how much you'll save. Employers, you too can save 50% or more on group medical insurance with health sharing. Our licensed advisors can take away all the stress of finding the right plan for your needs and budget. Best of all, our service is free. This one call could be the best decision you make this year, so don't delay. Call now to see how much you can save. For your free quote, call 800-239-7174. That's 800-239-7174. 800-239-7174. From the acclaimed director of God's Not Dead. I regret to inform you that your husband was killed in combat. When she lost her husband, he chose to save me rather than come home to you and your daughter. She lost her way. On September 7th comes an inspiring story about the power of family, faith. I'm not giving up without a fight. Courage and hope. He will show them that nothing is impossible. God bless the broken road. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters September 7th. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. I'm Bill Carl, and today's guest host on The Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. You know, if you're like me, you have a lot of apps on your phone you just don't use anymore. Why not delete one of them and make room for the Faith Talk app? It's free for your Apple or Android device, and it allows you to take Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1 with you wherever you go. Download the Faith Talk app today. Hey, if you have a plumbing, heating, air conditioning, or electrical problem, problem solved when you go to AactionHomeServices.com. Or give them a call at 703-922-1900, 703-922-1900. Delighted to share the day with the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk, 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida, along with all of you here at WAVA. As the deadly and seemingly inexorable march toward uh, what seems to me a full-blown culture of death continues to develop in our country and, by the way, in other nations of the world as well, my guest this hour is among those voices that has been consistently being raised in protest, such as in a recent interview she observed that while in recent years seven states in the United States have legalized assisted suicide, there are currently over 20 assisted suicide bills in state assemblies. More deeply disturbing evidence that, as she so well puts it, the compassionate cords of our national character are very quickly unraveling. Johnny Erickson Tata, founder and CEO of Johnny and Friends International Disability Center, and so much more to her credit and her very gifted life that she served so faithfully so many years under her own great challenges. You know that. You know many of her, many of you know her story. But Johnny, it's such an honor to welcome you. Any chance I get, uh, welcome you home really here to WAVA. <laughs> That's absolutely right. I always feel like I'm home when I'm talking to you and our friends listening. Having uh, come from Maryland and broken my neck in the Chesapeake Bay, I just feel a special affinity with uh, all the good folks right there. There's so much, and maybe we can have time to go back and touch on a little bit of that, how you've handled it through the years. But I know deep concern on your heart and many others of us is uh, what's going on now in this uh, seemingly relentless move toward uh, physician-assisted suicide, right-to-die issues. 
Uh, would you agree also, by the way, that uh, more often than not, California's a bellwether on these issues. So maybe we could start there. What's happening in California that we ought to be concerned about, but also across the board? Well, in California, uh, we passed a what they called a, quote, death with dignity law. There's no dignity in being put to death by your doctor. But uh, it did pass the legislature, and then it was overturned uh, by a justice in Riverside County, yet uh, our governor and the attorney general uh, did not take up that case. And so uh, assisted suicide is still being practiced here. And in fact, there is now in our state an effort to widen the definition of terminal illness to include uh, conditions like multiple sclerosis or Lou Gehrig's disease or perhaps even muscular dystrophy. And that's what concerns me as a quadriplegic in a wheelchair. It doesn't take much for a court to widen the definition of what a terminal illness is. And then anyone anyone who is despairing of life in a wheelchair can easily opt for physician-assisted suicide. They're doing it in Belgium. They're doing it in Switzerland. Uh, the laws are very liberal uh, and heading that way in the Netherlands. And soon and very soon we may see it happen here in the States. And if anybody knows about those early years of despair, share a few minutes of what that was like for you and probably more than once in the years since You've had to deal with just that awful dynamic entering into your life, haven't you? Oh, absolutely. You know, over 50 years ago when I broke my neck, I became a quadriplegic overnight. I fell into such despair facing life in a wheelchair without using my arms and legs. Believe me, I, I wanted to end it all. And I begged my high school friends over in Baltimore to, to bring in their mother's pills or their father's razors. And when they refused... At night, I'd violently jerk my head back and forth on the pillow, hoping to break my neck up at a higher level and kill myself. I tell you what, I never succeeded, and it's a good thing. Because now, five decades later, I mean, I've got such joy in my life. I've got such contentment. Uh, We take wheelchairs around the world to other people with disabilities. I care and advocate on behalf of others with severe medical conditions. But, you know, I could qualify for physician-assisted suicide if I were despairing in several countries, like I said. And as I also said, the U.S. might not be far behind. Um, Simply put, we are afraid of suffering. We don't know how to deal with it. We're afraid of being left alone. We're afraid of burdening others with our afflictions. And those fears are reflected in a June 2018 Gallup poll which shows that over 73% of Americans support physician-assisted suicide. And when you couple those fears with an entitlement attitude, people are convinced they have the right to arrange the timing of their own death. And, and Christians just have to get engaged in this battle. You mentioned earlier right at the top that over 20 states are now considering assisted suicide laws in their state assemblies. Well, I would encourage, find out in Virginia if your state is numbered among them, and then spread the word. Find out in Maryland or Pennsylvania, tell people that there are already good laws on the books throughout the U.S., which are helping people die with dignity, laws that provide advanced pain management, as well as grant a patient the right to refuse treatment. So I'd encourage our friends listening to be alert if a right to die bill is being introduced into their state assembly, because the lives of thousands are at stake. So... But like it says in Proverbs 31, speak up, speak up for all the rights of those who are destitute, those who are elderly, those who are medically fragile. These are the ones we need to be concerned about. 
Johnny Erickson Tata, their website for her ministry, johnnyandfriends.org, and you can partner with her and get much more information about what they do all over the world. As she said a few moments ago, so many things that uh, I was just thinking as you were describing your despair, so many areas, and this is not meant to be ingratiating, but so many gifts that God gave you, music, art, and so on, that books, how many books, I don't even know how many you've written. I think I saw a figure of at least 50. Uh, but the point being, that all, and that that's reflective of other people whose lives, if cut short, cannot be used or utilized to the glory of God and the betterment of uh, their fellow citizens. They have a lot to offer. Absolutely. You know, the Bible calls Satan a murderer. And our adversary would like nothing more than to um, smear God's good reputation and his name by murdering people before it's their time to die. There is a time to die. There is a right to die. And that time is when you're dying, when your body has actually entered that irrevocable process of death. So um, I would just encourage friends, if they would, like more information on this, to pick up my book, When Is It Right to Die? And actually, I just got off the phone about an hour ago with a woman who is so concerned and confused about all the tubes and machines on her husband who uh, is dying. And she's wondering, you know, will, will, I, will I be guilty? Will I have a, 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 an impaired conscience if I, if I, you know, let him die? So we talked through these issues. We discussed them. We prayed together. And many of those questions and the answers that are available are in my book, When Is It Right to Die? Sorry to be promoting that, but, mm. you know, it, it, it's, we're at a time in this country where we really, we really need to get the facts. We really need to get the handle on what the issues are and how we can and should respond. And what about advancing medical technology and, and what is available to us already on the books legally? So, again, that's when it's a right to die. Thank you for letting me share that little bit. Well, you, I'm glad you did because that's certainly I wanted you to do so before we finish the conversation. I'm looking right now. It's available, of course, at usual sources, folks. I'm looking right now at Amazon. You can get it there and elsewhere as well. But uh, we'll come back to that in a moment. But as we've been talking also, I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, are you concerned that there's now a very, very thin line, maybe it's been crossed more than we know, uh, about those who choose uh, to ask for a, a, phys- a physician-assisted suicide and uh, medical professionals who now are just starting to do it, no questions asked, and unilaterally on their own without even the patient necessarily being engaged or wanting it? Is that happening? Oh, it is happening more than we actually realize it's all because of our broken and profit-driven healthcare system. It's, it's placing undue pressure on, on the medically fragile, and it's also putting pressure on doctors. There are constant calls to reduce heroic measures on, or late-life care in the name of cost containment. And, and some leaders in government are coercing uh, these people to consider it their, quote, duty to die, all in the name of cost containment. And again, that's pressure not only on families uh, who have medically fragile members, but it's placing a great deal of pressure on doctors. And as I said, some leaders are saying that there should be uh, an elderly person's duty to die. Uh, you mentioned states that where physician-assisted suicide is legal. Well, in Oregon and Colorado, Montana, Vermont, Washington, Hawaii, and right there in the District of Columbia where uh, doctor-assisted death is legal, euthanasia is positioned as an end-of-life treatment option. Mm. It's, it's termed as, quote, 
a health care option. That's crazy. And and it's it's I think we need to grab these fancy schmancy euphemisms and recall that they may sound catchy mm-hmm. and they may sound like clever phrases, but they're so deceptive because physician assisted suicide is not a end of like health care treatment option for sure. On that note, let me read a quick review, folks. More and more people who are terminally ill are choosing assisted suicide. Other groups, such as the elderly, disabled, even depressed, or suicidal, are being swept into this movement of self-deliverance. This book, When Is It Right to Die?, counterbalances such quick-fix advice with alternatives of hope, compassion, and death with real dignity. And there's more to it. Check it out, When Is It Right to Die?, Suicide, Euthanasia, Suffering, Mercy, all written by... Our dearest friend, Johnny Erickson Tata. And, Johnny, thank you so much for writing yet another book and for being available today to talk for a few minutes. Oh, absolutely. If anybody has any questions, and, of course, for those who are despairing of life or are depressed, please know I would love to hear from you. And just like I talked through this issue with that woman just an hour ago on the phone, I would love to speak with you. How's the best way to reach you, through the website, or what should they do? Absolutely, through the website at johnnyandfriends.org. That's J-O-N-I-A-N-D-F-R-I-E-N-D-S dot org. Thank you, my friend. God bless you. We'll talk again. Bless you also. Take care. Johnny Erickson Tata. And again, the website one more time, johnny, J-O-N-I, and A-N-D, friends.org. And the book, When Is It Right to Die? Check it out. My name is Lauren Sullivan and I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis nine years ago and I was severely disabled and about six years ago my mother had found balance of nature so we decided to give it a try because at that point uh, nothing was helping. I was skeptical at first but over time I realized I had more energy levels. Um, I was sleeping better which was huge and my hair looked better, my skin looked better, my nails looked better and then I was able to weed off some of those medications and I know had I not found Balance of Nature I would not be living the quality of life that I am now. When you call use discount code NOW and we'll take 35% off your first preferred set of fruits and veggies and have them shipped to you free. Call 800-246-8751. That's 1-800-246-8751 or go online to balanceofnature.com. And use discount code now. This is Albert Moeller for Downhall.com. Earlier this year, the nation's highest court handed down a decision in the case of Jack Phillips, the baker from Colorado who had been found guilty by the State Civil Rights Commission of having violated the rights of LGBT persons by refusing to create cakes with certain messages. The result was a 7-2 decision in favor of Jack Phillips. But now, the very same man, after the U.S. Supreme Court victory, has some of the very same folks coming back for him again. The Alliance Defending Freedom, the group that successfully defended Jack Phillips all the way to the Supreme Court, is representing him once again. What you haven't seen reported much is that this is, to put it succinctly, a scam. His opponents in Colorado have made a crusade out of pestering him with outrageous cake requests and then complaining to state officials when he refuses to make them. The issues here, you can be sure, are much bigger than just Jack Phillips. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. 
Bodhi Taney, author of the incredible best-selling Zion Chronicles and Zion Covenant series, returns to the setting of Israel in On the Mountain of the Lord, the first book in the new series, The Elijah Chronicles. In On the Mountain of the Lord, Taney teams up with Holy Land history expert Ray Bentley to give her dedicated historical fiction fans a thrilling story set in the world's most sacred and mysterious sites. Come along on a journey from London to the farthest corners of the world with Jack Garrison, a man who has lost his faith after a life-altering and devastating event. Jack is sent on a fact-finding mission in Israel and Palestine, where he's attacked by radical Islamic terrorists and is being tracked down by an enemy who wants to stop him from finding the truth that the Bible's prophecy about the nation of Israel and the world's future is true and unfolding before his eyes. Get your copy now of best-selling authors Bodhi Taney and Ray Bentley's incredible new adventure book, On the Mountain of the Lord. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. Let me ask you this. Is your priority in life, at least one of them, to be sensitive to people who are hurting, and you want to help them no matter what? Are you sensitive to people around you who deep down inside, listen, some of them feel empty, some of them feel rejected. There's all kind of hundreds of emotions that people have. And if you are a child of God walking in the Spirit, you have the privilege, you have the spiritual gifts and the enabling of the Holy Spirit to help you, enable you to meet people's needs that you've never thought about before. And you can meet people's needs that you thought, well, I can't do that. Yes, you can. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org. Audience listening to The Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM in Tampa, Florida, and also on uh, 102.1 FM in, uh, in Tampa. All of that and more as we share the day together, and uh, glad you're with us also. The show is brought to you in part by Local Expert Realty, where Realtor Christy Moore promises she will sell your home in 58 days, or she'll buy it. You want to talk to Christy about it? Here's her number, 866-404-5858. That's 866-404-5858, or go to soldin58.com on the web. In a recent opinion piece uh, at the Washington Examiner titled, Why Omarosa's Antics Will Fail to Undermine Trump's Progress for Black Americans, my guest this hour takes aim at the former Trump White House aide's recently released book, Unhinged, an insider's account of the Trump White House. No one is surprised, wrote my guest, that Omarosa, Manigault uh, Newman's new tell-all book is gossipy, salacious, and full of questionable or false allegations. What's baffling, though, is how a woman who built a career on her closeness and loyalty to President Trump now could knock off Representative Maxine Waters, Democrat California, as the president's arch nemesis, adding, while Omarosa is entitled to her opinion, she's not entitled to make up facts. Well, join us to talk more about it. Patrice Anwuka, a senior policy analyst at the Independent Women's Forum. And Patrice, it's an honor to have you on the show. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much. I'm actually a longtime listener, so it's a pleasure to be on. Oh, thank you. That's encouraging. It's always good to know, always good to know somebody's <laughs> out there listening. 
Well, we have a lot to talk about these days, not the least of which this profound hatred and animus uh, by, uh, it's, it may be one thing if those on the far left hate Donald Trump, but even when some of his closest associates, such as this woman, turn on him, how do you explain that? Well, Omarosa is very self-serving, and I think the fact that she's not just hawking her book, but now trying to get back into the good graces of the black leadership and black community demonstrates that she really wasn't as loyal um, as she portrayed herself to be. I think she's loyal to herself, first and foremost, um, and like so many, unfortunately, in the Trump orbit, they're looking after their own best interests. Uh, and, And so... What my concern is not really tearing her down. She does a great job of discrediting herself. It's really pointing to the fact that, that there actually has been progress for the black community in some really specific, uh, quantifiable areas. And, and I think you can't deny that. Well, I was listening to reports again today that even with all that's occurred over the weekend and in recent days, uh, Manafort, et cetera, uh, the the uh, general populace of the United States, uh, I would call it grassroots America, still has a strong support for this man. I think the uh, rate, the percentage right now is still at about 50 percent in holding, and that seems to be in, in, uh, equally true among the black community when they look at what he's actually done. And, and, and you remind us that the president a- asked the black American community when he was running for the office, what do you have to lose? Explain what he meant by that and how that has displayed itself in terms of black Americans seeing some change for the first time in years on their behalf. Sure. Well, what President Trump or then-candidate Trump was was really pitching was more economic opportunity, more jobs for the black community, and potentially even taking a stab at some of the crime that occurs in, in many, not all, but many black communities. And when you look at just jobs and opportunity, I think it's fair to say that blacks are doing better. Um, we, we always hear about the historically low unemployment rates for blacks and Hispanics, which is terrific. But it, that also has led to a closing of the gaps in employment for black workers and white workers. And I think that, both, that, that tells a lot, which means that as a black person, male or female, we can go out and find it. grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey, and we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com plans being the way to create jobs. The jobs you're seeing being created today are those in the private sector, overwhelmingly in industries that had been dead, gone, you know, um, were in the grave and are now coming back to life. We, we talk often about manufacturing. We've seen that some industries have continued to do well, like uh, like um, healthcare, for example. But there are other industries like manufacturing, um, places where blacks have been, you know, able to find work where they're continuing to kind of grow. And so I think it's unfair just to, to give in all the credit to President Obama's spending, which has been thankfully reduced um, to, to show that it's the growth in the private sector, that 4.1% economic growth that is really driving private companies to not only hire, but to provide bonuses to their staff, 
to invest in their staff's educational learning. And now we have a, a, the, the Trump administration working on workforce development. That's turning an eye to the future to say, hey, let's ensure that, that today's American workers will be trained with the skills they'll need for the jobs of tomorrow. Let's stay with it, folks. We have much more with my guest, uh, Patrice Anwuka, Senior Policy Analyst with the Independent Women's Forum. Their website is simply IWF iwf.org and we have more stay with us i'm bill carl and if you or someone you love has struggled to reconnect with god after a tragedy there's a new faith-based movie coming out called god bless the broken road it actually debuts in theater september 7th but we're having a very special free preview screening tuesday september 4th seven o'clock at amc west shore the theater will fill up fast so please come at least a half hour early for details on God Bless the Broken Road and our special screening and how you can be there, go to letstalkfaith.com. You can't talk the talk if you've never walked the walk. Hello, I'm Chuck Swindoll. You can't encourage somebody else to believe the improbable if you haven't believed the impossible. You can't light another's candle of hope if your own torch of faith isn't burning brightly. Have you ever spent time in the presence of a person of faith? Ever rubbed shoulders with a man or a woman of God who didn't have the word impossible in his or her vocabulary? If not, locate a few strong-hearted souls of faith. Rub shoulders with those who have known and tested God, and then let your own faith be renewed. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. The late theologian Francis Schaeffer wrote that within three years of opening their ministry in Switzerland called Labrie, all of the wedding presents he and his wife had received were destroyed. They opened their home to wanderers, drug addicts, seekers, and paid a price. But many young people found Christ as a result. Schaefer suggested that the sincerity of our belief in a literal hell is indicated by the sacrifices we are willing to make to keep someone from going there. God must sincerely believe in hell since he sacrificed his own son in order that we might go to heaven instead. A good example to follow. And this is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover the price God paid on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com. Start your journey home today. That's the sound of people throwing out their old dehumidifiers. They've replaced them with the energy-saving Wave Ventilation Unit. Wave Ventilation expels moisture, gases, and toxins trapped in your basement or crawl space and replaces it with drier, fresher air. The computerized Wave Ventilation requires no maintenance. There are no buckets to empty, no filters to change. And compared to a dehumidifier, it will save you hundreds of dollars a year in energy costs. One customer wrote, I was stunned by the difference. I had had a dehumidifier for almost 20 years without ever getting rid of that musty smell. And now that smell is finally gone. Wave can transform your home into a drier, healthier environment. Satisfaction guaranteed. Find out more about Wave Ventilation right Right now, for free information, go to goodairnow.com. That's goodairnow.com. 
or call 1-866-324-9481. That's 1-866-324-9481. Sunday mornings at 7.30. Don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young, Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, but not only that, he gives us life. He gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The Crucified Message with Dr. Tony Young, Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Carl here, Don Crow. Today's host for the Bill Bunkley Show returns in a moment. In the meantime, this reminder, private Christian schools in the Tampa Bay area are already enrolling for next year. If you're considering enrolling your student for the very first time, first go to our website, christiantuitions.com. Half off your first year's tuition at the area's best Christian schools, christiantuitions.com. The Don Crow Show on WAVA, also sharing the day with the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM. 9, 10 a.m. and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Continuing our conversation with Patrice Anuka, Senior Policy Analyst for the Independent Women's Forum. And uh, Patrice, take just a moment to tell folks who don't know about your organization uh, what it does and what some of its objectives are. We are kind of like a a women's think tank here in Washington, D.C., and we believe that all issues are women's issues. And we we take a fresh approach to looking at for common sense solutions to some of the, you know, problems that we're dealing with from foreign policy to tax issues. Uh, But, you know, again, we believe all issues are women's issues, not just reproductive rights, not just what happens to a woman's body, but ensuring that a woman can find a job, can start a business, is not taxed or deregulated out of of, of her God-given potential. And so, you know, we're busy policy analysts. We write, we uh, we speak, and we do a lot of media outreach. Stream media belittles it, but regular black folks are taking note. Explain what you're hearing from what I call grassroots, whether they're black Americans or any other uh, the what I call really heartland America, they get what's happening, don't they? They do. So uh, after I wrote this piece, the outpouring of, of support, of comments, of thank you notes from blocks who say, you know what, I have been able to get a job or I see what's going on in my community and I'm willing to give this president credit for what's happening. It's been really remarkable. Um, it's absolutely true that the mainstream media tends to gloss over um, unemployment data, particularly for minorities, for people of color, every month because they've been dropping and holding at very low, low numbers. Um, You're also seeing people come back into the workplace, people who have been discouraged, have not been able to find work, and people with criminal records, uh, people who've been written off by the by the labor force, now have a chance, have a shot at getting a job in this economy. Uh, that does, that's a story that doesn't get reported, and so you know I'm more than happy to highlight this. And people, and and when we look at the polling, you know Rasmussen polling, which tends to be you know very generous, certainly for uh, in a right leaning circles, but they've seen that Trump support among blacks has jumped to 36 percent from 19 percent this time last year. That's substantial. Now, that may be a little bit generous, but even other polling indicates, you know, double-digit support among blacks, and and that's not deniable. I think black folks are recognizing if you're able to work, if you're able to have better opportunity than you had before, then maybe this president is is actually coming through on his his promise, you know, what can I do for you? Give Give it a shot. 
To what extent, as far as you uh, and you have a considered perspective and access to uh, the grassroots of black America, I know, uh, to what extent does uh, the uh, rhetoric and even the outright vitriol of uh, Maxine Waters, for example, as a black Democrat have on the black community at large? Uh, How how, uh, resonant is that among blacks? It's strong. Uh, I I can't deny it. I think that when you hear uh, the reason why you often hear the common refrain that President Trump or Republicans are, you know, racist, sexist, xenophobic, um, you know, whatever, because those are those are identity driven stereotypes. And when people think about identity like race, like gender, like even immigration status, they take that very personally. And so the, the Maxine Waters of the world, the Al Sharpings of the world are smart enough to know that when you bring race and in, introduce race, that suddenly turns, that, that suddenly makes it a very personal issue to someone. Um, they don't talk about the, 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 hist- the um, economic data. They don't talk about wealth generation in the black community anymore. They talk about race because they know that that is what gets people riled up. There comes a point, though, I really believe when people recognize that it's that this is a, a smokescreen. Um, using race is really just a smokescreen to hide what is progress by someone who they don't really like. And so, you know, when I, what I'm hearing on, on, the, on the grassroots level is really coming people coming to my social media pages telling me this is what they believe, this is what they agree with, this is what they're seeing. Isn't roses a bed of roses right now in every community? No. But there's certainly a lot more progress that's been made. And I'll just add, you know, um, President Obama tried to get criminal justice reform uh, over the finish line while he was in office, and he actually had Republican support for some bills. He couldn't do it. Now we actually have President Trump who's saying, hey, I'm open to sentencing reform. I'm open to prison reform. I'm open to making sure that people can come out, get a job, and have the skills that they need to be self-sufficient. That is going to go a long way in the black community to raising support because they recognize that that is an issue that really hits black folks. What kind of reactions have you gotten from the black community other than those who think as you do and understand as you do what uh, otherwise what kind of pushback are you getting <laughs> well i would like to say the majority is positive support the majority is uh, not surprisingly uh, a lot is very negative there are people who call me a, a sellout I'm, I'm a black female republican conservative immigrant naturalized citizen you know i'm, I'm all the check boxes uh, and there are a lot of people who do not think I should speak, think, or write the way I do. Uh, and I've been called, you know, Uncle Tom, I've been called everything you can imagine. But when I when people turn to those negative, uh, those negative um, personal attacks, I recognize it's because they can't hit me on substance. <laughs> they can't challenge me on the issues. They can only challenge me on the personal. And so for that, I, I just leave, I just let them battle it out themselves. But for people who have real substantive disagreements with me, I'm happy to have those conversations and and acknowledge where, hey, I have something to learn. But I also want them to recognize that you can't just keep falling back on the same old tired solutions that keep all black people at the same bottom of the barrel um, government dependency. We need to ensure that blacks have equal access to opportunity and let them choose how far they get to go in life. Now, do you have your own personal website or Facebook or other uh, places where folks can access your work in addition to IWF? 
definitely follow me at Patrice uh, Lee Amluka on Facebook. I, I post all of my uh, news clips. Uh, my, I'm, I'm a regular guest on Fox and Fox Business talking about these issues as well as economic issues. And then on Twitter, uh, if you're not following at IWF, you can also follow at Patrice Pink File. That's where you can follow me there. We'll take a final break, come back for a couple of more minutes. Again, my guest is Patrice Anwuka, Senior Policy Analyst with the Independent Women's Forum. And she brings a great deal of other experience as well. She's worked in advocacy and communications fields for more than 10 years prior to uh, coming to IDEA, IWF. Has served as a national spokeswoman, communications director for Generation Opportunity, and uh, much more. But again, you can check out her work most quickly, I guess, for what we're talking about right now at IWF.org and these other sites she just gave. Your child is back in school, and you already know that this isn't working out. The values, the curriculum, the influences, it's just not the right fit. It's not too late to make a change. Choose from the finest Christian schools in Tampa Bay with half-off tuition at ChristianTuitions.com. A private Christian school could be the key to success in your child's education and in life. Choose the right school for your child and get half-off tuition at ChristianTuitions.com. ChristianTuitions.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Count it joy when you fall to various trials and tested for the testing of your faith produces patience. And let patience have its perfect work that you might be complete and perfect and lacking nothing. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Welcome to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling, cultivating a love of learning through a Christian worldview. Here is Classical Conversations homeschooling advocate, Lee Bortons. Today I'm speaking with Samuel Smith, a homeschool graduate who has also embarked on an adult level of self-education through a variety of different resources rather than taking the so-called traditional route of college. Thank you for being with us today on the show, Samuel. Uh, glad to be here. Can you go ahead and tell us first just about your family, where you're from, and your homeschooling experience? Yeah, so I grew up in Vermont, a uh, fairly big family. I have five siblings originally, then my family adopted a young man recently. And we've all been homeschooled from day one all the way through high school through a variety of means. My mother has been very active in the homeschool community in Vermont helping run various co-ops throughout the years. So we've always been pretty closely connected to homeschooling. 
So your mom and dad have an unusual situation in that three of you have a genetic issue that's a health issue you need to deal with. You want to describe it for the audience? And I mean, your mom and dad are amazing what they've been through. So give them some credit. Yeah, it's a genetic kidney disease. And so three of us have it and have had to have various surgeries and kidney transplants and uh, lots and lots of hospital time. So that's been uh, very uh, interesting, but also good that that we were homeschooling previously to that, I guess. All of this happened a lot more recently, but we had already been homeschooling for years. And so it was actually a pretty a pretty big blessing that that sort of system was already in place so that we could continue with our educations without a whole lot of interruption. You've been listening to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling with Lee Bordens. To learn more, visit classicalconversations.com. I'm Bill Carl, and today's guest host on The Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. You know, if you're like me, you have a lot of apps on your phone you just don't use anymore. Why not delete one of them and make room for the Faith Talk app? It's free for your Apple or Android device, and it allows you to take Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1 with you wherever you go. Download the Faith Talk app today. more minutes with uh, Patrice Anwuka, Senior Policy Analyst with the Independent Women's Forum. Website is iwf.org. And uh, in this last couple of moments, uh, Patrice, if you could uh, sit with the president, uh, what would you advise him to kind of try to ameliorate or, (laughs) if possible, (laughs) build some bridges into the black community that uh, the parts of it that are so hostile to it? You know, I would recommend for that he continue to press hard on criminal justice reform. You know, express that he is, is, is committed to the idea that you can have smart crime. You don't just have to be tough on crime. You can be smart on crime. And that's not just from a taxpayer savings perspective, which has been proven, but also at the rebuilding the black community level, at the rebuilding families level, at the giving people opportunity level. That's where I think he can make tremendous inroads. Because you're going to have people who say, well, hey, it's great the economy is coming back and it's great that I'm able to get a job, but I've got a brother who has a criminal record. What does that do for him? And I think putting that focus on the fact that you have a president and a Congress that is open, led by states, Republican-led states that have been been reforming their criminal justice systems, this is the time to do it. And if he does that, it wouldn't surprise me if if you would see uh, his um, approval ratings among blacks continue to to maybe even double even more. And in the meantime, we are learning, uh, I think the American people are learning more and more that uh, what you've already said, uh, for too many, especially in the black community, their default position against Trump has been just go to he's racist without any really credible evidence for that, right? That's absolutely right. Um, You know, when I listen and watch some of these videos, uh, some of the, the evidence, the quote evidence that they point to, you know, our stories are, 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 are things that really um, doesn't say anything. What, what says something is if you're actually changing the lives of individuals. And- Got to go on that note. I'm sorry we have to cut you off, Patricia, but we're out sure. of time. Great to talk with you. <laughs> okay. let's, let's do it again soon. Thank you. Thank you. Again, Patrice Anwuka and uh, the website IWF.org. Also, uh, her Twitter handle uh, is at... Patrice Pink File. Three words, patricepinkfile.org. 
I'm sorry, at Patrice Pinkfile. You get it. That's it. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. So he reveals himself to this Abraham. God says to him, I'm going to, through you and your descendants, build and establish a nation. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Memorial services today in Washington and Detroit in Washington ceremonies for the late Senator John McCain. Correspondent Sagar Magani reports McCain's mother and wife paid tribute to him in different ways inside the Capitol. 106-year-old Roberta McCain crossed herself after being pushed in a wheelchair to her son's casket. Earlier, Cindy McCain clasped her hands over her husband's body and appeared to pray. Afterward, two people close to McCain say she sat at her husband's desk in the semi-darkened Senate. Senator Lindsey Graham was at her side and gave her two roses from the vase on McCain's desk. In Detroit today, a funeral for Aretha Franklin. Dr. E.L. Branch, pastor Third Hope Church, read a prayer of comfort. Today, Lord, we thank you for the life and legacy of Aretha Louise Franklin. Thank you for giving us such a precious gift in Aretha. This is SRN News. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. C.S. Lewis says pride is like a cancer that will rob you even of common sense. The more we have it in ourselves, the more we dislike it or despise it in others. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. From the acclaimed director of God's Not Dead. I regret to inform you that your husband was killed in combat. When she lost her husband. He chose to save me rather than come home to you and your daughter. She lost her way. On September 7th comes an inspiring story about the power of family, faith. I'm not giving up without a fight. Courage and hope. He will show them that nothing is impossible. God bless the broken road. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters September 7th. This is an encore presentation of I Work For Him with Jim and Martha Brangenberg. You can hear I Work For Him at its regularly scheduled time at 3 p.m. every day here on Faith Talk AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. This half hour of the I Work For Him radio broadcast is brought to you by Nepsis. When you invest with Clarity, you have better wealth and a better life. Clarity is the single largest challenge keeping investors from achieving more. Visit Nepsis online at nepsiscapital.com. Who do you work for? You work for someone. Are you just there for the paycheck? Your clients, your boss, your family, your car payment, yourself, or your Lord. Are you called to more than just getting it done by Friday? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. Welcome to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Broadcasting from the heart of the I Work For Him nation and cities around the United States, you've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. 
Thanks for tuning in to I Work for Him this afternoon as Martha and I broadcast another joint show running alongside the World Changer Network. We'd love for you to check out the World Changer Network online, worldchangernetwork.com. That's worldchangernetwork.com. As you listen to us all across Florida and around the world on iHeartRadio, just know that we've prayed for you that something we say today would cause you to dig deeper in your understanding of who God is and how that applies to what you do each and every day, understanding that your work really matters to God. We'd love for you to check us out online at iworkforhim.com. That's iwork, the number four, him.com. And consider joining the I Work For Him Nation, making an impact and committing to making an impact to your workplace, I Work For Him Nation. If you do join, you're making a commitment to pray for those you work for by name each and every day, looking for ways to serve them over and above what your job requires you to do, looking for ways to befriend them outside the workplace, but all along being a person of excellence while you look for ways to pray with people when you notice they're having a bad day. That's the I Work For Him Nation. Go to iworkforhim.com, iwork, the number four, him.com. And Martha, we've got a listener line. We love to hear from people. We do. It's 866-713-9675. That's 866-713-WORK. And there, people can leave us up to a minute message. And actually, today, we're going to be giving away a book, Jim. So they can call into that listener line after they hear about the title of the book and leave us some information so we can contact them to get a um, copy of it sent to them at compliments of one of our guests today. That'd be fantastic. All right. Like I said, the show is brought to you through a kingdom collaboration between the World Changer Network and I Work For Him Radio. We like to call this collaboration the I Work For Him World Changer Radio Network. James and Anna Kramer, the founders of the World Changer Network, online at worldchangernetwork.com. James and Anna feel led by God to introduce the world to the only one capable of bringing real change. And that's Jesus Christ. James and Anna have arranged for us to interview some amazing people in the past. And today, of course, is no different. Today we're interviewing together in the same room. This may be a disaster, but we're going to try it. We got John <laughs> We got John J. Anderson in here, and we've got Dr. Bruce Cook. Both of them are involved in many, many things. We're going to direct you to this one website, 8thmountain.com. That's 8thmountain.com, 8th mountain.com we're going to talk about a lot of things but that'll be a great place for you to start connecting with them john and bruce welcome to i work for him it's great to be here jim pleasure i hope you really feel that way by the time we get to the end of this hey we always start off with our guests to just hear you know how did you first become a follower of jesus bruce why don't you start us off well i was saved when i was 12 years old so i uh been walking with the lord for over 50 years, number of years. Been in the marketplace for 40 years. And, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I think I was out fishing, and I just had a realization that uh, if I died, uh, I, you know, might not be with the Lord. And I said, I don't want that. I want to, I had a conviction of sin. So immediately, I think the next Sunday, I gave my heart to the Lord. Mm. And, uh received uh, baptism and uh, have been walking with the Lord ever since. That's fantastic. John, what about you? How did you come to be a follower of Jesus? I was uh, 18 years old. I was a college student living at home, going to a branch campus of uh, a local university. And I was an atheist and I was not angry at God. I didn't believe there was one. I wasn't uh, upset with any individual. I wasn't talking them down. But So you were a legit atheist. I was comfortable Hmm. in my unbelief, which is Hmm. unusual. Mm -hmm. 
but I was also an outstanding student, had a beautiful girlfriend, a great car that I had built and painted, and everything was cool. But three nights in a row, I had dreams that disturbed me, and I hadn't had dreams since I was 11. The first night I woke up laughing at the dream and thought, that's strange, I haven't had a dream, and, and it was humorous. The second night I woke up hearing screaming, and when I woke up, I realized it was my voice. I was screaming mm. at what I saw in the dream. The third night, I woke up feeling I was being beaten with fists, and when I woke up, they were my fists. I was laying in bed, shouting and flailing in the air, and my hands were falling back down and hitting my body. And I thought at that time, this isn't pizza. It isn't too much beer. I was a college student. Mm -hmm something's going bad wrong and i got scared in each of these dreams i saw myself kneeling in front of jesus wow and giving my life to him begging him to forgive me and for a man who didn't believe there was a god how could he have a son of god why would i ask someone to save me and what was i being saved from i didn't know the next night i am scared to death i'm sitting on the edge of my bed the clock turned from midnight to a minute after midnight. It was leap day, February 29, 1972. And Jesus appeared to me in the flesh, standing in front of me. I touched him. And I saw in his eyes a review of my life from birth to that moment. And no words were spoken, but he got crestfallen and disappointed. And then it was like, Christmas Carol, and I'm seeing with the ghost of Christmas future what my future will be unless something changes. And his disappointment turns to disgust. And I heard resonating in my being, that is all you've done with what I gave you. I threw myself on the floor, prayed the prayer. I'd heard myself pray, fought against, screamed against, shouted at, laughed over, but I prayed the prayer I'd seen three nights in a row in a dream, and I'd never heard anybody pray a prayer like that. And that's when I got born again. Hmm. Wow. Very cool story. I really appreciate you sharing that. Mm -hmm. What's amazing is that all of our stories are so different, yet it all comes down to you know, a decision to just forego ourselves because we realize there's, there's a God that's greater than us, and he loves us so much. He just wants the best for us. And yet we just need to turn turn it over, get beyond ourselves. You guys have been involved in some really, really cool stuff over the last, as you said, Bruce, 40 years. Talk to us about the Eighth Mountain. Talk to us about that. You know, both of you, I want to hear both of your perspectives on, on Eighth Mountain. And when we're, I'm not even going to tell you what it is. I just want you to know that the website, EighthMountain.com, EighthMountain.com. We've got John J. Anderson here, and we've got Dr. Bruce Cook. These guys involved in the Eighth Mountain. We want you guys to hear more. Go ahead, Bruce. Give us, give us your perspective on Eighth Mountain. Well, the Eighth, eighth Mountain is the mountain of the Lord. Uh, it's mentioned in Isaiah 2.2. And uh, Micah 4, verses 1 through 5. And it's really uh, kind of a, it's really a heaven, you know. So there's that, uh, the Lord's prayer is uh, on earth as it is in heaven. And uh, so how do we get that? How does that happen? Well, we have to uh, spend time with God. We have to know God, you know, 
Daniel 11:32 says, "Those who know their God shall do mighty exploits or mighty deeds." And so, the mountain of the Lord—it's uh, about intimacy, intimacy with with God, with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit. And uh, but it's also about the golden rule. It's about uh, uh, equity with justice. It's about uh, every man. Uh, under his own vine or fig tree, it says in Micah. Uh, so that's that's the whole principle of private property ownership right there, uh, mentioned in in the scripture, and uh, and it's about uh, everyone will come to the mountain of the Lord to uh, have their problems, uh, you know, uh, to receive the word of the Lord, which is the counsel of God. It's not. It could be prophetic uh, intercession. It could be uh, someone explaining or giving you counsel in your situation. Uh, it's not necessarily, you know, the Torah or the Bible, uh, but uh, it's because, see, there's the written word, which is logos, and there's the spoken word, which is the rhema. And they're both the word of God. And uh, so we have access to that. And so the mountain of the Lord is all about um, having peace on earth through a relationship with God, through respecting others and their beliefs, uh, respecting private property rights, and respecting the golden rule. And uh, so those are, that's my answer to it. Well, and when we'll come back, John, we'll give you a chance to give your perspective on this. But it really is, you know, God desires for us to, when we give our lives, we surrender our lives to Christ. That's when eternity begins, and God wants us to start experiencing heaven on earth. And so many of us miss that point. You're listening to I Work Friend. We'll be right back with lots more with Dr. Bruce Cook and John J. Anderson. I Work For Him is excited to announce a new sponsorship for our show. Not only are Dr. Oscar and Denise Menendez Christ followers who live out their faith in their work, they also love to help people like you with their dental work. For over 30 years, Comprehensive Dental Care in Palm Harbor has been ready to serve you in a warm, friendly way. Dr. Menendez is an on-time dentist, and he's also fluent in Spanish. Check them out online at palmharbordentist.com. That's palmharbordentist.com. How about palmharbordentist.com? Reconnect One with Carmen LeBurge. You can't handle the truth. More than a line from a movie, it's a declaration in the culture. The handling and mishandling of the truth is a major topic of conversation in the media, government, and on college campuses. It should also be at the forefront of the Christian's heart and mind. As Christians, we not only know the truth and walk with the one who is the truth, we are also charged with handling the truth in such a way that others will come to know him. When Time Magazine asked on a recent cover, Is Truth Dead?, we should be the ones standing up to say, No, in fact, I know him to be alive and well. As people of truth, Christians who defend lies and liars in any area of life cannot then be trusted to tell the truth about Jesus. If our primary job is to represent Jesus to other people, then our allegiance must be to the truth. Reconnect today's headlines with God's perspective. Visit reconnectwithcarmen.com reconnectwithcarmen.com
Dr. Oscar Menendez at Comprehensive Dental Care in Palm Harbor is gifted in the science and art of dentistry. He uses that gift to serve the Lord and to put you at ease while taking care of your dental needs. Consultations are free and the team at Comprehensive Dental Care provides everything from routine cleanings to fillings, bridges, and dental implants. Comprehensive Dental Care in Palm Harbor. Call 727-785-4461 or online at palmharbordentist.com. This is an encore presentation of I Work For Him with Jim and Martha Brangenberg. You can hear I Work For Him at its regularly scheduled time at 3 p.m. every day here on Faith Talk AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Hey, welcome back to I Work For Him as we're talking today with Dr. Bruce Cook and John J. Anderson about... Eats Mountain, and really about so much more, but that's one of the things these guys are involved with, and we're this is this interview was made possible through our collaboration with the World Changer Network, worldchangernetwork.com, worldchangernetwork.com. That's right, Jim. So one of the things we've learned with our two guests is I think you're both overachievers. So when we first uh, met you guys, it's like, well, we have this and this and this, and we're, you know, God's using you guys in amazing ways, but we've kind of are drilling down on the eighth mountain, which you have a website people can go to, which is the number eight th mountain.com. So John, explain a little bit more what, maybe start with what they'll find at the eighth mountain that might help them to understand Absolutely great question, Martha. So one of the things Jesus said would be true of the time that we live in is that nations would come into a place described by him as perplexity. And perplexity is one of those terms that means I'm coming to the end and it isn't pretty. I have no wisdom to solve my problem. I can't get out of the box that I'm in. And it's all going to collapse unless something intervenes to help. That's what perplexity means. Kings are coming nation by nation to a place of perplexity. Communities are. In some cases, it's homelessness. In other cases, it's race riots. In other cases, it's medical issues. In other cases, it's unemployment. In other cases, it's gangs and violence. There's perplexity. There are problems people can't solve. But if you review the scripture that that Bruce talked about, the Eighth Mountain, it says nations and people come voluntarily to learn his ways so they can walk in his paths. And what they get are the solutions to those problems. The Eighth Mountain, we've collected people like you guys and like James and Anna Kramer. We've collected so far more than 60 men and women from 22 different nations from all professions. We've got architects, accountants, ambassadors, assassins, engineers, entrepreneurs, educators, entertainers, property developers, media moguls, all backgrounds, all professions, all races, many nations. And here's what they've done. They've taken their perplexity and said, God, What does heaven have to say about this problem? Mm -hmm. And then they've been going about implementing that and seeing transformation take place. In some cases, it transformed a marriage, or it transformed the office where they work, or it transformed the city. Others are transforming nations. Their stories are all about taking the man and the woman who's been praying and saying, God, there's a greater purpose for my life. I know there is. 
how do I bring kingdom into my marriage, my neighborhood, my PTA, my office, my business, the government office? I think, I I think it's really important for people to understand what you're saying is that God's got the answers to the questions if we would just ask him. And, and that's really what the Holy Spirit was brought for. I mean, Jesus said, hey, I got to get out of here and I'm going to send somebody that's going to help you really live out the life that I've asked you to live. And it's our unfair advantage as Christ followers. We've got the answers, which means we've got the answers to society's problems. If we would just seek God in those answers and, and you look at the example all through the Old Testament and the New Testament, when the leader was humbled before God and said, hey, I got an army out here like 185,000 or so. We don't really have a chance. God, what is the solution? He goes, don't worry about it. Tomorrow, I'll have that taken care of for you. Time and time and time again, Gideon, 300 guys against an army as vast as the desert, but just submitting to the Lord. What's the solution? Hey, get a bunch of cracked pots out there and we'll take care of this for you. <laughs> you know, time and time again, yeah. the feeding of Beautiful. the 5,000, I mean, just over and over and over again. Yeah. So how do we learn to submit to that? I mean, the Holy Spirit's got the answers. It's our unfair advantage. Great book out there. I totally recommend for people, Our Unfair Advantage by Dr. Jim Harris. How do we learn to access those answers and bring those solutions to society? Because if the church starts solving society problems, the society will start listening to the church. How, Lance Walnow said that, I love that line, keep repeating. How do we learn to get, how do we learn to take advantage of those, that, that resource? Well, Daniel chapter 1 says the king examined Daniel and his three companions, and they were found to be 10 times better than all the mm. magicians, wise men, and soothsayers at the king's court. This was in Babylon. Right. And so 10 times better. Uh, it, you know, and it's because they had the Holy Spirit. They, they had access to the wisdom of God. Mm-hmm. And we have that same access today. Uh, the second chapter of 1 Corinthians talks about that. talks about spirit-to-spirit communication that who knows the deep things of a man except the spirit within the man? Uh, likewise, who knows the deep things of God except the spirit of God? And so when we have the spirit of God living on the inside of us, uh, then we have access to uh, not only the thoughts of God, but the secrets and mysteries of God. And so uh, we... We have to learn uh, to tap into revelation and the revelatory knowledge of God uh, delivered to us through the Holy Spirit. Okay, but that's that's the question. The question is the majority of Christ followers around the globe do not tap into that. Now, now I know there, and I said a majority, I know that there are many, and I have met many who have learned to be quiet, to listen to that voice of God. Mm-hmm. Yet when you look at your ministry, Eighth Mountain, and when you look at what you're trying to do is to get people to understand that's the mountain of God, the resources, the access to God, understanding how to just to say, okay, I don't have solutions. I got Jim's solutions. Okay, and Jim's solutions work to a certain extent, but Jim's solutions have limits. And Jim's solutions can also get Jim and Martha into trouble. And sometimes Jim's solutions are very short-sighted because Jim doesn't have exposure to the wisdom of God to see five years down the road. How have you personally, Dr. Bruce Cook, accessed that wisdom of God to solve a problem for society 
And you know that solution came from God because it couldn't have come from a guy with a doctorate. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're already a pretty smart guy. How have you seen access to the Holy Spirit solve a problem that you never could have solved on your own? Oh, I've got lots of stories, but just take to... a really good one. Yeah. One, here's one example. I was sitting in a board meeting. I'm a financial consultant by trade. And, uh, I was at a client. I was. We were sitting around a board table. There were about seven of us, and they said, uh, "We really hate the name of this company, which was some some kind of uh, it was an R and D company, and I think it was uh, you know like X Y Z Technologies or mm. whatever. You know, nobody could tell what they did by that name. So, in terms of branding, a terrible brand." <laughs> And so the board, you know, this this company, they were all complaining about it. And I just uh, quietly sitting there as a consultant, I said, Holy Spirit, what's your name for this company? Within about two seconds, the Holy Spirit said, Water Wealth. I had, there was a laptop on the table. I I went to, you know, GoDaddy.com. I looked it up to see if it was available. (laughs) .com, .net, .org, not taken, all available. Uh then I, then, then, I, I do the same thing. Jim, then, yeah. then I went to USPTO.gov, the, the Patent and Trademark Office uh, website, did a trademark search right there on the spot, found out Water Wealth completely open, no trademarks filed on it in any category. So I told him right there, I said, uh, well, here's a suggestion. Uh, you know, as I was praying, here's what I heard uh, from the Lord or your company, Water Wealth Inc., uh, and uh, by the way, I just happened to check, and those names are available. They're like, that's amazing because our whole company, our mission is to create energy from water. Mm-hmm. They go, that's brilliant. So they immediately bought bought the domains and filed the trademark. Like, well, I'm yeah. trying to figure out though, if the Holy Spirit gave you the name, why would you have to do the background check? He's like, you didn't think he had it figured out or what? <laughs> <laughs> just double c- confirmation. Double confirmation. Trust <laughs> but verify. That's there it. you go. There you go. That's very good. I I wow. get it. I get it. That's Cause, amazing. Because the night I got the name, I work for him. I did exactly the same thing. Yeah, I came but, home from work. He's oh. like, honey, I bought all these domains today and. God ah. gave me the name, so he's What's right. the matter? You didn't trust him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, take it to the next step. So so one thing I had before my next, oh, we only have a minute left. So here's a question for you. When people go to the eighthmountain.com and they read those stories, mm-hmm. is that what they're going to see is how those people tapped in to find God's answers to their perplexities? Yes, they will hear two things. First is they'll hear and see we have we have both some free videos we have some free articles we also have a subscription to a whole library of okay. videos and they'll hear the testimony of how god intercepted interrupted and intervened and then instructed and what they've done with it when we come back lots more with john j anderson no not that anderson from the matrix this guy's got no hair, uh, <laughs> no, but the, and Dr. Bruce Cook. These guys have so many ministries are involved in, but we're focusing on EighthMountain.com. EighthMountain.com. You listen to I Work for Him with your host Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We'll be right back. 
Letourneau University is the Christian Polytechnic University in the nation where educators engage students to nurture Christian virtue, develop competency and ingenuity in their professional fields, integrate faith and work, and serve the local and global community. Letourneau offers more than 140 undergraduate and graduate degree programs across a range of disciplines and delivery models at Letourneau's residential campus in Longview, Texas, and in hybrid and fully online options at centers in the Dallas and Houston areas. Online at letu.edu. Joining the I Work For Him Nation isn't about joining a club. It's about joining a movement of God in the workplace. Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg. Every day we may work alongside people who have no hope, who live in desperation. As a Jesus follower, we're called to cultivate. It's time to prepare to share our faith story. Let's get your workplace soil ready for planting those seeds of hope. Join the I Work For Him Nation and join thousands of others who are living out their faith all day long. You can develop a lifestyle of prayer, care, share, work, and disciple. Find out more online at iworkforhim.com and click on the I Work For Him Nation flag. Aqua Plumbing and Air. Hi, this is Chuck Jacobson, owner of Aqua Plumbing and Air. Did you know hard water can take years up the life of your water heater? Plumbing fixtures, shower doors, and appliances? Scale buildup is one of the leading causes. Aqua can provide a complimentary water analysis and install an advanced whole house water filtration and treatment system. This can reduce buildup of scale in your pipes and deliver clean, great-tasting water right to your faucet. Leave it to the pros. Aqua, the home service pro who care. Honesty, integrity, and hard work are not just words to us, but ways of life. We offer free estimates and second opinions. Evening and weekend appointments are available. Visit aquaplumbing.com to learn more. Again, that's aquaplumbing.com. Aqua is honored to have served over 60,000 customers in the Sarasota and the surrounding areas let us do the same for you. License number CAC 1816020, CFC 1428223, and EC 1300529. The most trusted name since 1974. Call Aqua Plumbing and Air. If you're paying too much for your health insurance, listen carefully. Due to recent changes in the law, you could be overpaying $500 or more per month on your health care. There are new, more affordable health care options with better coverage. These plans are exempt from the Affordable Care Act and now open to everyone. Health care options with better benefits, costing 30 to 60% less than Obamacare plans and giving you the freedom to see almost any doctor or hospital in the country. Forbes calls this the health care plan that is saving families $20,000 a year. And over 1 million Americans have already taken advantage of this game-changing health care program. Call 800-239-7174 now to find out how much you'll save. Employers, you too can save 50% or more on group medical insurance with health sharing. Our licensed advisors can take away all the stress of finding the right plan for your needs and budget. Best of all, our service is free. This one call could be the best decision you make this year, so don't delay. Call now to see how much you can save. For your free quote, call 800-239-7174. That's 800-239-7174. 800-239-7174. Bodie Taney, author of the incredible best-selling Zion Chronicles and Zion Covenant series, returns to the setting of Israel in On the Mountain of the Lord, the first book in the new series, The Elijah Chronicles. In On the Mountain of the Lord, Taney teams up with Holy Land history expert Ray Bentley to give her dedicated historical fiction fans a thrilling story set in the world's most sacred and mysterious sites. Come along on a journey from London to the farthest corners of the world with Jack Garrison, a man who has lost his faith after a life-altering and devastating event. Jack is sent on a fact-finding mission in Israel and Palestine, where he's attacked by radical Islamic terrorists and is being tracked down by an enemy who wants to stop him from finding the truth that the Bible's prophecy about the nation of Israel and the world's future is true and unfolding before his eyes. Order your copy of Bodhi Taney and Ray Bentley's new book, On the Mountain of the Lord, Elijah Chronicles, at Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, and select Costco stores. 
This is an encore presentation of I Work For Him with Jim and Martha Brangenberg. You can hear I Work For Him at its regularly scheduled time at 3 p.m. every day here on Faith Talk AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. This half hour of the I Work For Him radio broadcast is sponsored by listeners like you who have contributed to the I Work For Him Ministries Giving Fund. Become a part of our support team. Find out more online at iworkforhim.com slash donate. Welcome back to I Work For Him. As we have another great conversation courtesy of the World Changer Network, worldchangernetwork.com, we've got in studio with us today John J. Anderson and Dr. Bruce Cook, 8thmountain.com, that's 8, 8th, 8, the number 8, thmountain.com, 8thmountain.com. And we were asking some tough questions, and we're having some fun in the conversation. And, and John, I wanted to, you know, I asked Bruce that question. I said, okay, give me a practical time where you accessed the wisdom of God through the power of the Holy Spirit to make a decision, to provide a solution. Give us an answer from your uh, your, your story, Well, I had been pulled into a high-technology company back in 2004. The company was founded by brilliant engineers who already in their career by the age of 40 had 150 issued patents, 100 referred oh papers, six books, and chaired standards committees and were Intel fellows by the age of 40. They funded themselves and they funded the company for a year to bring a product to market with no outside capital. I came in to help them with their money raise and became their chief operating officer. Someone had given them a really funky, crazy name that they liked because the CEO was Swedish. And this was kind of a contrived Swedish name that meant nothing in a North American market. The investors decided they wanted to separate the company into hardware and software company, and they asked me to take the hardware company and and lead it, give them some stock, raise some money. And so I became the CEO for the third time in my career. But they wanted us to call the company by this funky Swedish name. Well, we sat down and all of us in the company were believers. All of us were praying and all of us were doing what Dr. Bruce was asking about, mm-hmm. seeking to see or to hear or to know, did heaven have a name for this? And it came to us in a moment. What do our products do? They make the ability to watch. These are security products, stronger. So we called it strong watch. And we branded this as the, the smartest cameras in the world. And they were. People chased us for years. They couldn't figure out how to make a camera smarter than we did. That came in a flash in a moment. I've done that same kind of, of look, listen, learn. And sometimes it doesn't come to me. Very often, like you've done today, you've asked the question and you've made a demand on something resident in us. And we've come out with something we hadn't thought to say. And I do the same thing. And people find the wisdom of God coming out of them. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. So answer this question for me. What do you think is the most important message that the body of Christ needs to hear from you right now, John Anderson? They actually need to hear what Simon Sinek has been talking to businesses and governments around the world, which is start with why. Almost everybody that's sitting in the pew thinking they're called to marketplace ministry is asking the wrong question. They're asking, Lord, what Mm. do you want me to do? 
The reason David was a man after God's own heart is he asked a question that no one since Moses had asked. He said, God, what do you want out of this deal? Not what should I do, but what do you want out of this deal? He's the only one mentioned as a man after God's own heart because what God wanted was family where his presence could abide. There was a role for kings. There was a role for priests. There was a role for every individual to have a personal connection with Almighty God and to be able to generate wealth and pass that along to their family, to resolve disputes, to live in health, to have education, to worship God freely. David was the first guy to ask, why do you want me to do this? And what do you get out of it? If Christians would say, God, why did you create me? Okay. Why have you trained me? Why have you led me down this path? And what do you get out of the deal? If they would do that, we wouldn't need to hear anybody else's story. Everyone would have their own. So somebody has trained to be a dentist to say, why, Lord? Why have you given me the ability be, to be a great dentist? Absolutely. And what do you want and me to do? And what do you want me to do with it? One of the most powerful and and successful anesthesiologist in the history of the United Kingdom was ready to retire, and he went to God and said, what do you want me to do now? And he said, I want you to enter the ministry. He's now called the Vicar of Baghdad. They've had tens of thousands of people over there dramatically converted. They meet for church in the office of the lead imam Hmm. of the Sunni mosque because it's the only place that his, his... congregation members won't get assassinated. They've lost their congregation eight times over because Muslims killed them all. But he's partners in ministry with an imam, and they're working miracles, raising people from the dead. Dr. Bruce Cook, how about you answer that question? What is it one thing, what's that most important message the body of Christ needs to hear from Dr. Bruce Cook right now? It's the Eighth Mountain, uh, because the, the Eighth Mountain is where we get the secret sauce from heaven to be successful on the earth. And uh, when we know God, when we spend time with the Holy Spirit, when we have intimacy with God, when we know his heart, not just his mind, but when we know his heart, um, it changes us. So you, you cannot come into the presence of God and not be changed. Every single person recorded in Scripture in both the Old and New Testament, when they had an encounter with Mm. either an angel of the Lord or with Jesus, or uh, they they were all changed. Most of them fell down on their faces, repented, and and started confessing their sins because they were in the presence of holiness, of glory, of, uh, you know, uh, preeminence. Sure. And so... Uh, really, we can't talk about transforming culture or discipling nations until first we've been discipled and we've been transformed. And that's, that's it happens on the eighth mountain. It happens in the mountain of the Lord in our relationship with God. There's two key scriptures here. Uh, first is uh, Psalm 37, 5 and 6. It says, that uh, see, because the foundations of, of the throne of God in Psalm 89 are righteousness and justice. Psalm 37, 5 and 6 says that God will shine upon the righteousness of your cause. It'll, your face will be like the noonday sun 
with the justice of your your cause, your mission. And so really, the the word your is used three times in those two verses. Your righteousness, your justice, your cause. And so that's the personalization. We have to personalize and make our foundations the foundations of God, righteousness and justice. And when that happens, then God shines on us. He shines on our cause, our mission, our activity, our assignment, our destiny. And it all starts happening. The favor comes then. And in the corporate sense, you see that expressed in Second Chronicles 7.14, where it says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, confess their sins, turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear their prayers, I will heal their land, and I will forgive their sins. Again, we, we, we. Corporate transformation, Psalm 37, personal transformation. Those are the two key scriptures about transformation in scripture. Mm -hmm. And when you look at where we're at, you know, Romans 12, 2 just says, stop copying the behavior and customs of this world and let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. It's that changing the way you think. So often we find the church, the body of Christ, just copying the world and going, how come this doesn't work? Like, well, let's just start with just the one thing. He said, stop. I've given you a way. Yeah. The Holy Spirit. All right. Perfect. I, I want I, I want to draw out more, but I also want to talk about World Changer Network for just a minute. You guys are both here because of the World Changer Network. Found online, worldchangernetwork.com. James and Anna Kramer, uh, Kramer have obviously had an impact on your lives or you wouldn't be here because they, they have... They've got an amazing amount of influence for these young kids. These young kids, just amazing. And they're not that young, but they're, you know, they're just the nine months we've known them. Our lives have never been the, never been the same. When you hear about the World Changer Network, John J. Anderson, what excites you most about what they're doing and this platform that they've created? James and Anna have found that there is a huge shift that is taking place first in the understanding of the kingdom of God. And secondly, a way that's been discussed today of hearing and tapping into that for myself. And the big change that they're capturing is recognizing that all of God's people are hearing about that from heaven at the same time. And they've chosen to pull leaders together to discover that they're hearing the same thing. And so instead of the old model of I've just heard something new and I'm going to develop a new ministry track and get some new members and do some new media around it and it's mine and I'm going to compete with you for dominance in the marketplace, they're saying, like Bruce said, let's collaborate. Mm -hmm. Let's share your piece, my piece, and find out, oh, my goodness, they're all his piece. So James and Anna are a powerful force for us to recognize what scripture calls Hamatha Madonna, a big word that says one heart, one mind, one vision, one passion in unity, which is the way we're challenged by the Apostle Paul to live. Dr. Bruce Cook, what about you? When you hear World Changer Network and you know and understand the platform, how does that, how does that excite you? Well, first, it's, uh, it excites me because it has the word world in it mm. and changer. So those are powerful action words. And uh, I'm an action kind of person. I'm a doer, you know. 
and uh, I, I like being on the front lines and helping lead others and helping change culture and make the world a better place. So uh, right away, I'm attracted to it because it's a big picture vision. It's, it has the word world in the title, in the name of the network. And, uh, you know, the Bible says in Ephesians 2.19 that we're members of God's household and fellow citizens of his kingdom. So I want to encourage all the marketplace audience listening here today that you're not one-dimensional. See, God's not a one-dimensional God. We're created in his image, so we're not one-dimensional. So he's called you to be both members of his household, which is your local uh, body. Uh, it could be a church, a home group, whatever, wherever you fellowship, but also his kingdom and your citizens in a kingdom, which is the global perspective. Mm-hmm. When we come back, lots more with John J. Anderson and Dr. Bruce Cook, and he may ask him a question about how the Matrix talks about life. You're listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We'll be right back. Do you dream about getting away with your spouse and escaping for a few days? Do you just want a little time to reconnect and enjoy a little sunshine? It's not too early to start thinking about planning time away with your spouse next winter. We want to invite you to join us on our annual Cruise Your Way to a Better Marriage, brought to you by I Work For Him. We will be setting sail from Tampa Bay to Cozumel on Royal Caribbean, Brilliance of the Seas, February of 2019, leaving on Valentine's Day. How romantic can it get? Our main sessions will focus on ways to strengthen your marriage and grow closer to each other and to God. Breakout sessions will be geared to diving a little deeper, exploring biblical principles for marriages and the workplace. With plenty of downtime to eat, relax, and then connect with each other and the 20 other married couples, what's not to be excited about? Details are online at iworkforhim.com event page. Register online at iworkforhim.com and let your boss know you'll be out for a few days in February because you'll be cruising your way to a better marriage. See you on the boat. That's iworkforhim.com, iwork4him.com. Dr. Oscar Menendez at Comprehensive Dental Care in Palm Harbor is a proud sponsor of I Work For Him. Dr. Menendez and his team live out I Work For Him principles every day while meeting your dental needs. Comprehensive Dental Care, located in Palm Harbor, has been serving Tampa Bay for over 30 years. Dr. Menendez is designated as a Master of the Academy of General Dentistry, a rare honor receiving excellence in the field of dentistry. Warm and friendly, Dr. Menendez follows a strict schedule, so there's no waiting around. He's ready for you. And if you're a Spanish speaker or Spanish is simply your heart language, Dr. Menendez can put you at ease. Born in Cuba, he speaks Spanish fluently. So whether you need a simple cleaning and checkup or more detailed work, Comprehensive Dental Care is the place to go. Comprehensive Dental Care, online at palmharbordentist.com. That's palmharbordentist.com. palmharbordentist.com. This is an encore presentation of I Work For Him with Jim and Martha Brangenberg. You can hear I Work For Him at its regularly scheduled time at 3 p.m. every day here on Faith Talk AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Welcome back to I Work For Him as we talk today with John Anderson and Bruce Cook. They've got this ministry, 8thMountain.com, 8thMountain.com. really want you to check it out. You know, we're always looking for answers. We are all looking for answers and most of the time, we don't go to God for the solutions, for the answers to our questions. We try to figure it out on our own. I don't know. I, I got to tell you, probably for most of my life, 
I don't know, at least the first 30 years, I never even looked to God for those answers. Martha and I have gotten better and better as our days have grown uh, to searching out those answers. Well, yeah, and that is somebody who was raised in a Christian home, gave his life to Christ seriously at age 13, and yet didn't see that that need, that connection, that open access that we now understand. So Hmm. that is one of the reasons we're on the air is because of the fact that we know we didn't get it. Therefore, certainly, you know, we're not alone in that. And so we want to be able to share things like this with other people so that they can too look at life through the lens of, of our heavenly father and what he has for us. Right. And God wants us to see, seek him for those, those questions and seek and seek him for the answers. Sometimes he wants us to seek him for the questions. So we ask the right questions. I think you guys have said yeah. that. All right. So speaking of great questions, you know, we talked <laughs> off the air about the matrix and, and Dr. Bruce cook last night, you know, he hasn't shown it on the air today, but he is a ball of laughter. And, and so I just knowing that I could just see him and, and you have to see him with his hair. You'll see him in the picture. Jim's just he's got, jealous. He's got great, hair. He's, he's got great hair and a great beard. And, and just, he's funny. And I'm just like, you got to be a Matrix guy. I could just see it. I could just see it. In you. And you are. One of my nicknames is Morpheus. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's great. All right. So talk to me about it. Draw the correlation between life and the Matrix. Well, the, uh, yeah, I love the movie, The Matrix. Uh, great, great movie. And uh, I think it's been serialized now. They've had the follow-up. Mm-hmm. you know a couple films on it and uh yeah so really the power of that is like you could go to hebrews 11 1 and 2 you know like what is faith is the evidence of things not seen the substance of you know uh what you hope for and so really the matrix the the message there uh, one of the key messages is that what is unseen is more powerful and more real than what is seen and so really in the Christian life and in business and in the marketplace, that's very true. Uh, companies, corporations spend millions, some larger ones, billions in market research every year as part of their budget and operations. Mm-hmm. Most companies never spend a penny on spiritual intelligence. Companies will spend lots of money on market intelligence, you know, hire MBAs, look at all the trends, the Compound annual growth rate and and their industry and sector and different uh, product niches and uh, but almost no money on spiritual intelligence. So spiritual intelligence is is tapping into the Holy Spirit, tapping into the wisdom of God, tapping into the revelation, uh, hiring intercessors for your business or corporation or enterprise, uh, maybe uh, having a prophet that you you know, uh, allow to speak into uh, the future of your company or the direction of your company. And so when you, I call that spiritual intelligence. And so when you combine, it's not that you don't use the market intelligence. Of course you do. But when you add to it that extra layer, that extra dimension, that's something more of spiritual intelligence, then that's when you get what, Dr. Jim Harris has described in his book, mm-hmm. unfair just, advantage. Yeah. I mean, and, and why is it as Christ followers, we're not hearing that, that, Hey, God's got, you got it. There's an extra amount of wisdom, knowledge available to you as a Christ follower. You got to access this stuff. 
I mean, it, and it doesn't. You don't have to be leader of an organization to access this. What what I have seen many many times in my own life is that God cares about those intimate details of my life, and and many times I'm, I may be in the middle of a project and and I'll be prompted like. Don't leave that there because if you leave that there, that's going to cause a mess because you're not going to pay attention five minutes from now. And that's going to and, – and, and at first I would ignore that voice and then I would like, oh, I really wish I would listen to that. But later on I started realizing, wow, that's something I've got to pay attention to. John Anderson, when you look at the matrix – and of course you, you're Mr. Anderson. Um, <laughs> talk to me about how the matrix – you mentioned one of the scenes in the movie. Talk to me about the, how you see the matrix as a correlation to how we look at life. Well, Agent Smith, I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> the scene that captures my attention is the time when when Neo discovers that he is the one. And the huge shift that takes place occurs when he discovers his true identity. And throughout the movie, he's been scared to answer that question. He wanted someone else to answer it for him. He went to the Oracle and he got the answer he wanted not the answer he needed and so in that last scene he's up in the upper floor the fourth floor of this apartment building he's having a fight with all of the agents from the matrix and all of a sudden a shift takes place and down at the nebuchadnezzar morpheus and trinity said it's starting he's beginning to believe well what is he believing it's not believing a what it's not believing his skills abilities his how it's, it's not the what. He finally understands who he is. And when that identity shift takes place in you and you know who you are, who God designed you to be, created to be, in relationship to him first, yourself second, and others third, all of a sudden the whole rest of the picture comes together and you become infinitely powerful because now you realize the I will never leave you or forsake you. The I am is with you, and he guarantees your destiny. Like it says in Psalm 20, the Lord, may the Lord fulfill all of his purpose for you. And that understanding is so powerful. Uh, And in that scene, that's where the agents are all shooting him, and Neo just holds his hand up, and all the bullets just fall to the ground. Uh, just like with George Washington, you've heard that story. George Washington was really the first Matrix liver because he, he had holes in his uniform and yet no bullets ever touched his body. And, yeah. and same thing because he had prayed for protection. Others were praying for his protection, had bullet holes in his uniform. And, and he didn't even spend $14 at the Cinemax in order to figure out how to do that. No, <laughs> prayer. How, how so. As we're speaking about war, I want to ask this question because you guys really, as we're talking with Dr. Bruce Cook and John Anderson, um, who together are part of the 8thMountain.com, number 8thMountain.com, we um, we see that you both have roles to play in, in God's plan. And if you were, John, let's start with you. If you were one of God's generals and you have a large unified force of believers who are ready to move at your command, what is it that you would tell them to do? The first job of any general is to unify the forces under their command with the great why and then train them ruthlessly in preparation for the what and then trust them when they're deployed and resourced with the how. So a good friend of mine, also a general, Dr. Stan Jeffrey, 
has a ministry called Boardroom Profits where he's been teaching the boardrooms of the top 100 companies in Australia to sit quietly and hear the voice of God as they ponder business decisions. Mm. He's equipping. Mm -hmm. Generals first equip. Okay. And then they command. Dr. Bruce, how about you? Well, I would say first, I've got four four steps of how I would uh, mobilize an army for the kingdom. First, disciple the army. Make sure they're equipped and trained in power and transform them as Jesus did with his disciples. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then encourage and support them. And then secondly, commission them. After Jesus discipled his disciples and trained them, he commissioned. He chose 12 to commission as apostles, and then he sent out the 70. Uh, he had a larger group. He had, you know, over 500, it said, mm-hmm. that uh, uh, followed him. And so uh, commissioning is appointing well, captains, lieutenants, colonels, ranks. I want to hear you are at the top of the mountain. You've got millions below, and you have been given command, and they are already unified. They're already ready to go. Yell to them what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. I want them to change the world. I want them to okay. disciple nations, disciple systems, disciple businesses, disciple neighborhoods, cities, counties, states, nations. Excellent. And that's what I wanted to hear. Excellent. Go. Get this done. Enough of the stupid. Let's go. Let's roll. Yeah. <laughs> I like Fabulous. that. Is that trademarked? Enough of the stupid? <laughs> <laughs> enough of the stupid? <laughs> no, probably stu- not, but you yeah, can but have it. make a t-shirt. We, we, <laughs> enough of the mamby-pamby weenie by Christians. That, Come on. Is, that is trademarked here on I Work For Him. <laughs> we're, getting ready for, we're getting ready for a radio show now. That's right. You send them out. If you're a general, you have to send out your troops. You send them into the battle. You send them into the territory, uh, into the theaters that you Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.